This is Golf Shots with Steve. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Another episode of Golf Shots. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, I'm pretty surprised, but there's actually there's actually some people out there that are listening to this golf podcast, which is uh, crazy to me. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. It's it's been a lot of fun. We're just kind of goofing around, um, having fun with it. Right now, we're recording in the Best Western Coeur d'Alene Inn down here on uh, 95 and Appleway. I want to thank them for letting us use this uh, conference room right now to, to record. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention to everybody is the music, our intro music that we have. I've had a lot of people ask um, about the intro music. And when you're starting a podcast you want to put in an intro and outro music it's at the end too and i know a lot of you have said the the music sounds great which is awesome um i wanted to put some music in there and you can't just take like alice and chains man in the box which is what i wanted to do um because then you have to pay royalties and since i make no money on this podcast um i wanted to find something to put in there um so i started looking at royalty free songs and um, a lot of them stink. So I actually reached out to a friend of mine, one of my best friends, um, super good guy, J.J. Jager, who uh, is the guitarist for a band, and he sent me that music. Uh, it's awesome because of COVID, of course. They can't really tour right now or do shows here in Coeur d'Alene, but uh, I'll keep you guys posted. If they have a show coming up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys know. Uh, wanted to... Um, jump right into it. I do have a guest today. I know I always just chat for a while before I uh, intro a guest, but uh, I do have a guest today. Super excited about it. Uh, my guest today is Russell Grove, who is the head coach at North Idaho College, uh, head golf coach. He's a PGA member and now a real estate agent. Russell, thanks for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me. So um, we're drinking water today. I know it's called <laughs> golf shots. We're supposed to be uh, drinking, but it's the middle of the day. Um, and we don't have any alcohol in front of us, but, uh, um, we're thinking about alcohol and looking forward to it. I know I am, I, I don't know if Russell is, but, um, now, first of all, I wanted to say having Russell on, it's, it's possible it could have been a huge mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did a little research on Russell. We've known each other for a long time. Uh, haven't played golf together before, but, uh, we need to do that one of these days. Don't you think? I, I I would think so. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So so I did a little research, uh, a quick Google on Russell, uh, 4.0 student in high school. Uh, he won the Pacific Northwest Section PGA Player of the Year. How many times? Uh, the last three years. Well, not this last year with the COVID stuff, but the three years prior. Did so they didn't do they didn't have that award for uh, this last year. I think they did actually, and actually my buddy uh, Brady Sharp, I'm pretty sure won that. So. Mm -hmm. So what the hell happened there? What? Uh, I didn't play anything really this year. I played two events. Um, I actually got COVID in, gosh, kind of when it first started. I can't remember the date. But um, what happened was I tested positive for about eight weeks. Um, so I was so to play some events, I had to show a negative test. And each time I tested, it was positive. So I basically quarantined for most of the summer and... Um, I, the, the two events I played were the Montana open and the section championship, both were in September. So, um, 
wasn't too much golf for me this year. God damn COVID. <laughs> yeah. The whole point of this podcast <laughs> is that we would talk about golf and we would stop talking about COVID. And every time we have to talk about COVID, it's just everywhere right now. It's crazy. And yeah. it's affected golf. Yeah. It affected your game. It's just, yeah. uh, we're ready. We're, we're done. It's over, right? Let's get move on and play golf and have fun. So. Yeah, I sure hope so. I'm glad you made it through that. And yeah. On to better things, right? Yeah. So uh, getting back to me being jealous of Russell, he's also a trick shot artist. Um, he's way better looking than me. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's just all sorts of things. Um, so what do you have to say for yourself on all these positive things I'm saying? Oh, boy, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what see, to say. <laughs> see, and he's humble, too. That's the worst part. So... So if you guys don't know Russell, he's a fantastic golfer. We all know you're a great golfer. A lot of people have read about you. Um, you've done some amazing things on the golf course. I want to start out by talking about your worst round of golf, uh, maybe this year or the, the year before. Have you ever hit a car before or a house? Uh, I've definitely hit some houses. Uh, thankfully, not a car that I remember anyways. Um, but with the houses, no nothing broken, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, no, definitely hit some errant shots for sure. What, what is your best round that you've ever played where you just really felt like everything just clicked? Um, I've had a few for sure. Um, maybe a couple off the top of my head. So I shot 61 at Downriver. Um, that was just in a pro-am uh, a few years ago. Um, at college, I shot the course record there at 62. Um, and that was actually, at the U of I course. That, that was at the U of I course. Yeah. Actually, I had a better round going one one year there, where I was eleven under through twelve, and I but I ended up uh, I want to say sixty three on that round. Um, but but yeah, sixty one is my career uh, low tournament score. Man, sixty one. Did you make any bogeys in that round, or is this all birdies? Uh, Eagles probably. Yes, boy, that's a good question. I want to say one eagle, and I don't think any bogeys, no. I well, can't remember for How sure. old were you the first time you broke 80? Broke 80? Know? Boy, that's a good question. I know the first time I broke par was on the f what is now the front nine, so it was the back nine at Avondale. I want to say I was 14 or 15. Um I was so, 28, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I really didn't get into golf until I was uh, I, I mean, playing events and really getting getting into it till I was probably 13. Um, my dad had introduced me to all sports growing up, so I played everything except football was really the only sport I didn't play. Um, but golf was just kind of the one eventually that, uh, you know, I fell in love with the most and uh, wanted to go to the range and, you know, or I didn't want to go to the batting cages or, you know, I could just sit there and hit balls for, for hours, so... Yeah, it's so, yeah. so much fun. Are you one of those? Are you one of those guys that's good at everything? Like, if we went and played horseshoes, <laughs> would you just beat the crap out of me? Or uh, you don't I have to answer that. <laughs> I assume you're good at all of it. <laughs> but you mentioned your dad. I've actually met your dad a couple of times. Yeah, uh, he works at Parker Toyota. Does he still work at Parker? Yep. Yeah, yeah. he's a service driver there. And and uh, your your name came up. Is his name Russ? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think that's how it came up. I said, "Do you know a guy named Russell Grove?" He goes, "Yeah, that's my son." So, <laughs> um, uh, anyhow, he basically takes credit for uh, all of your accomplishments in golf. Yeah. So he he's the one that will tell you everything. I won't tell you it much, but he uh, he's definitely probably my biggest fan for sure. And yes, he uh, he taught me everything I you know 
I know him. So, yeah. Oh, nice. I thought he was just being a dad. No, I mean, well, I mean, of course he's being a dad, but yeah. but no, he did, uh, especially when I was growing up, he worked nights, so he spent uh, most of the day, you know, playing sports with me or whatever, so. Does you, do a lot of people in your family golf, you and your dad? And uh, I mean, my brother does for fun, and so does my dad. Uh, mom doesn't play, but uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of the only golfer, per se. Yeah. So... You went to the University of Idaho, and you had a nice golf career. It looks like you played really well at the University of Idaho. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, well, I was going to say I struggled definitely my freshman year and kind of sophomore year with that transition and just living away from home and in the dorms and everything. But um, definitely towards my junior and senior year, kind of got some confidence and, yeah, felt more comfortable for sure. Yeah. And would you say that then after after your career at U of I – that you've improved since then because just kind of looking at your scores maybe you you even turned a corner after that yeah yeah for sure I I I think I've kind of gotten better each each year yeah um maybe not so the low scores but definitely my my high scores are lower than than what they used to be for sure um and then just I mean golf is just a game of experience and learning I mean shoot every time I go out and play now still I'm I learn something new or when I'm coaching or whatever. So it's just, it's just a game like, like no other where, I mean, there's so many different facets to it. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there can be no bad from experience. I, I don't think, but, but the funny thing is too, I mean, me and a buddy were talking about this golf is, seems like it's the only sport where you could go practice for a year and get worse rather than if you just say, didn't touch a club and then come out, you know, a year after. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's well, kind of got, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, got a, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird game. So yeah. Uh, unsupervised practice. That's the, that's the challenge for me. I like to just go out and like, think I know what I'm working on and I shouldn't be working on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I mean, but, but still, I mean, with anything, the more you do it, tentatively you should be better at it i would i would think anyways yeah (laughs) but it's part of what this game drives (laughs) us all nuts yeah but yeah you're probably one of those guys uh, and i've heard like two pga tour guys talk this way too where it's like you go out and shoot an amazing round but there's still like a shot that you're not happy about yeah no even (laughs) on my best rounds no i'm still not i'm not happy i mean i wouldn't say i'm not happy but of course it could have been better like and that's just and that's maybe why I like golf so much is, you know, you'll never perfect it. It'll never be good enough. Yeah. So it'll always keep you chasing. Yeah, you can go bowl a 300, but you're never going to yeah. finally you're just. You're never going to shoot a, yeah, yeah, w- whatever. Yeah, so. I just love golf. It's a, it's a passion of mine. It's a lot of fun. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. It's fun to just sit and talk golf and get to know uh, other golfers, get to know what makes everybody else tick and, and why we go out there and tee up that little white ball all the time uh, people who don't golf don't get it um uh, i i love it too because it, you can go out and play around the golf by yourself but shooting a basketball around by yourself is not nearly as fun and and uh it's no. i've talked about it before too you know you can play it forever and and uh, it can travel you can travel around the world playing golf and just finding new courses and yeah, and I mean, no shot really is the same ever. I mean, and, and even when you play the the course, you know, the same course, obviously the pins are different, conditions are different, and then also the possibility to hit any shot really an infinite amount of ways, actually. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of that, yeah, I mean, it's completely different than just going out and shooting baskets for sure. Mm-hmm. 
which I'm terrible at too, by the way. But um, who who on tour would you compare your game to? I'd probably say Adam Scott. Um, I actually kind of try to model my swing after him a little bit. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess that's just who I would compare my game to. Yeah. Do you have a similar swing? You think your swing's similar? Or fairly, fairly similar, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's done well. That's probably a good guy to compare. I would probably be like a uh, compare myself to like a John Daly after a um, fifth of Jack Daniels and a broken arm or something. But um, that would be my comparison. Uh, if you guys haven't seen any of Russell's trick shots, you got to go check them out. They're on, they're on his Facebook page. Where else can you find? Them? I know the Golf Channel picked up a couple. Yeah, I put them on Instagram mainly. Yeah, um, but sometimes I'll post them to Facebook too. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into that? What kind of? Just, uh, That's a good. Well, actually, so my first video uh, was with a buddy I was living with down in um, Arizona in Scottsdale, and he is a uh, professional trials rider, so motorcycles. And um, I don't know how we just we were just kind of messing around and he basically it's a video of him uh kind of doing a nose wheelie popping up a ball to me and i hit it out of the air and then we just posted it on his page and that was actually my first instagram video um and then just yeah some like a, a bunch of different sites i guess reposted it and so then we decided to do some more and kind of just yeah they're so cool i gotta follow you on instagram i i know we're friends on facebook but i gotta check out this instagram because i love like the the telephone pole one still <laughs> I, I don't understand what happens there that is the craziest thing i've ever seen yeah uh i don't even know how tall that telephone pole was any idea how tall that is i mean well the video probably makes it look a little bit taller than it is but um yeah i, I couldn't tell you how tall because i was gonna guess like a thousand feet <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not a thousand feet um and you're what so you're six feet away from that telephone pole probably something like that yeah, yeah. and then how do you hit a shot like that you you uh so basically no so it's kind of almost like the backward flop shot like if you've seen phil hit that or whatever so basically what you're doing is you're catching so I'm flipping my wrists. So first off, I'm swinging about as hard as I can. And then I'm also flipping my wrists at it. So the club face is basically facing up, if that makes sense. So it's kind of, I've ca I'm catching it on the upswing almost. So so if you were to try to hit a backward shot, it'd be kind of the same oh, okay. method, methodology. If you guys haven't seen it, he's standing uh, uh, five, six feet away from a telephone pole. And he flops it up and over the top. Of a telephone pole, which I believe is a thousand feet. He <laughs> says it's like thirty or forty, um, but it's amazing. It's uh, it's something else. That's probably uh, that's probably my favorite one. You've got you've got some other really good ones too that I can't think of off the top of my head. But that's definitely what was your favorite? What's your favorite that you've done? Uh, boy, favorite. Um, probably one of the motorcycle ones, and um, so one of them. I think it was the one that you were talking about that the Golf Channel reposted. That uh, so our other buddy Taylor Robert, who's uh, He's a motocross guy. Um, it was basically kind of like four of us that did a video, uh, and he's sponsored by Red Bull, and I think they might have reposted it and stuff too. But um, probably ones with other some of those guys were probably the more fun ones. Yeah, I got I got to try a couple of those. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll video a couple. I'll send them to you. It'll be you'll be blown away. Um, so uh, tell me about you recently qualified for the uh, PGA Professional Championship. Uh, I think is that in April. Yep, that's in April. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, and then uh, the PGA Championships at Kiowa, which I've played before, if you're looking for oh, a caddy for that. Yeah. 
I played what was it that twice. Like? Uh, it was great. Yeah, have you not played it? I haven't. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool course. We went down there uh, and played it a couple of times. I was I was blown away. But uh, for for an event like that, um, how how do you prepare for that? Especially in the winter around here, do you go to simulators or you just travel a lot to places where you can play? Yeah. So actually, I went down there uh, before I went to the Monday qualifier in Cancun um, to play a couple rounds and played with uh, Brady uh, Sharp, one of my buddies. Um, so he qualified as well. Um, and actually going to go, we just scheduled. So me and Bo Baker are going to play a, uh, best ball tournament there, um, in early Feb. And so, um, I, I guess, so this is my fourth, uh, I think, yeah, fourth, uh, club pro. And I've been close to the top 20 basically every time. Um, and so, the last so this last year I, had, I i made it a point to get down so it was supposed to be in austin um this last one and i went down there and and got to know the course and took notes and you know kind of tried to figure out what i needed to do um and actually that one was canceled so trying to do the same this time just get to know the course and i guess the biggest difference with that is just the grass there the bermuda grass is way different than you know what we what we play on up here but um but it's just, uh, you know, the, I mean, the more you can play on it and kind of get used to it, and that's where probably some of those guys have the advantage of, is they've played their all, you know, their whole life growing up or whatever. So, but, um, but yeah. So, anyways, that's my kind of how I try to prep is just getting down there again um, in about a month, and uh, so yeah. Just get to know that course. And just get to know the course, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it's just kind of prefer it any other way for any other event basically um and yeah i mean and kind of as we we're talking about golf is just one of those sports you you don't really know what you're going to have that week you know whether you're you know things are just clicking and things are going well or if you're just kind of battling and trying to scrape around whatever you got so i've heard i've heard other pros talk a little bit about like when they're warming up on the range and their timing, I mean, hackers like me, we don't really understand how all that works, but <laughs> yeah. when you're on the range before a tournament or before just a round with your buddies, can you kind of tell what your timing is or like, can you make adjustments based on, on what kind of how you feel on the range or your ball flight? Uh, personally for me, it's more of a feeling thing. Like I will honestly, the moment I get up, I'll pretty much know if it's going to be a good day or not. Really? Yeah, I'm not joking. So it's it's kind of a mind state thing. It's I mean, for me, golf is such a feel thing. I just kind of feel the shots. And um, so, like, if I just feel like I'm in that mind state, um, it's hard to explain what, what that is. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a feel thing for me. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Uh, I mean, I know the uh, the the ability is going to be there. It's just kind of whether, you know, that feeling is is going to be there to pull pull the shots off. I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, it's interesting. What um you've played a lot of great courses over the years. What are, what are your favorite courses you've ever played? Do you have some local courses that you really love? Yeah, definitely. I I mean, Black Rock is for sure one of my favorites. Um, it's you know just uh, it's just a cool layout and cool views and uh, just a fun course to play. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, I played, I think the pronunciation is Tahama down in, um, it's by Pebble Beach. I played Pebble, which was cool. Um, but that's up in the mountains, and uh, I want to say Clint Eastwood owns that course. I yeah, think it's I a think private so. private course, but that was a super cool course. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the cool courses are just around this area. I mean, the resort's always fun to play. Like I said, Black Rock, Rock Creek, um, the Idaho Club, even Avondale. I mean, that's a course I grew up on. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to find a course that I you, you don't like really. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty so. spoiled around here. It's uh, we get, we got some good golf, some good prices. We talk about that a lot too. It's yeah, like, and we're spoiled. Yep, yep. So tell, sure. tell me about uh, your position as the the golf coach at NIC. You enjoy that? Is it? Is it? Uh... Yeah. No. It's it's fun helping out the kids, and it's it's especially fun because they, you know, they want to be as good as they can be. Most of them have aspirations to play Division One or professionally. Um, so it's fun to help them out. You know, the ones that you know when I used to give lessons. It was just tough because, you know, somebody would come see you for a lesson and you'd give them some tips and kind of tell them what to do. And then they obviously wouldn't practice for, you know, the next week or two and come back for another lesson and kind of expect to be better. And that's just not how it works. So, Mm -hmm. but when you're with them every day and you can kind of, you know, just show them how to get around the course and just all kinds of different things. Um, and, and then they really want to learn, um, that, that's what makes it fun. And then to, to see them win and succeed, that's, that's what really makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that's pretty fun. So, um, what about course design? Are you kind of into, uh, golf course design? Is there, are there any designers that you would, that you kind of like or? Uh, Not necessarily. Um, I guess I just haven't gone down that road at all yet or anything. Yeah. I mean, as far as certain designers, Tough to say. I mean, like we were talking about, I, is it uh, you might know? Is it Ing that designed Blackrock? Jim Ng, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, and I don't know what other courses he has, but I I just really like that. It's just a fun course to to play. And Somebody told me he lives out there. I'm pretty sure he, he is, or he used to be a member. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's listening to this podcast because <laughs> we've got like a million <laughs> listeners right now, and Jim Ng's got to be on there. If you're listening, Jim, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, of course, like that, or like Wine Valley is super fun to Wine play. Just the, just if you play Gamble Sands, shows. I always yep. I ask yep. everybody. I yep. love Gamble Sands. It's yep. so much fun. Yep, pretty similar to Wine Valley. I, I mean, similar but different. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of fun to play those courses where you can hit a bunch of different shots to different pins and, and kind of be creative. So, yeah. What's the most number of holes you've played in a day? Could you play golf all day, like sun up, sun down? Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, <laughs> I heard Michael Jordan say once he sh- played eighty-one holes in a day. Eighty-one. I want to say, growing up, we did like a charity event. My dad and I. I'm pretty sure, but I can't remember how many holes we play. We played. Um, but for the last ten years or so, I mean, thirty-six would be the most holes I've I've played. I'm yeah, thirty-six sure. is about yeah. right. I think it was. What, What's the quote? Harry Varden, he says, don't play too much golf. Two rounds a day is plenty. Yeah. Well, I mean, in some, I mean, like you said, Michael Jordan, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he does. In I fact, guess. I heard he's got a souped up cart so he can get around. Yeah, he probably plays quick. a lot quicker and he's playing on private courses. He doesn't get held up like we would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. I played 72 holes in a day once. That's 400 strokes right there. <laughs> I was so tired. That's exhausting. It's uh, it is pretty brutal. But uh, Russell, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I can't thank you enough. It's yeah. great to see you. Great to catch up with you. Keep playing. Keep uh, keep making birdies and eagles uh, to offset the rest of us bogeys yep. and double I'll, bogeys. I'll be trying. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll be rooting for you. We always are. Uh, keeping an eye on you in this um, uh, PGA Pro Championship coming up in April. And um, again, um, thanks again, and and um, go Cardinals.
everybody, if you could um, take a look at the podcast, shoot me a, a note, maybe uh, leave a review. Um, subscribe if you want. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now, too, that's up and running. We'll get that out there and, and uh, you know, uh, like the Facebook page so then you can see um, some of these episodes coming out. We're going to be putting one out probably one a month uh, is, is the goal. So, um, we'll have another one next month. So again, uh, my thanks go out to Russell Grove and my thanks go out to everybody who listens to this podcast. Really appreciate it. Keep listening. Thanks everybody. Bye.